past 11 o'clock and I'd like to welcome to the studio Sadia Asmani for this week's Chinwag. Sadia, it's great to see you. How are you doing? Good morning to you. Yeah, I usually say good afternoon to you, but it's lovely to be here. And a new look sort of brunch with Noreen sounds lovely. Thank you very much. I'm and just expecting the brunch now. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what would you have for brunch? Oh, well, typically? I think um, some nice sourdough bread, perhaps, with some... Um, egg and salmon and a little bit of avocado perhaps now that's a bit much to ask isn't it on my first visit so i've got it prepared (laughs) (laughs) well we could do a virtual thing couldn't we and and talking about virtual that's a great link to exactly what i'm talking about because you know uh, because chinwag for people who perhaps have tuned in now and they don't they haven't heard chinwag on the one two three show um it's just a, a kind of opportunity for me to come in and just chinwag about something that is on my mind and um, and I think the one thing that I was going to talk about today um, is about internet trolls. Now I kind of have um, you know I'm a I follow certain groups on Facebook and this and that, and I have noticed um, you know these internet trolls who come on, and these are not new things. You know, basically a troll, as we know, and I'm sure quite a few have seen um, people on there or who come in and post sort of inflammatory or insincere or digressive off the top messages on your sort of inline online community so that could be a news group it could be a forum it could be a chat room or a blog and they're really just trying to kind of provoke readers into displaying some emotional responses and just generally being nasty to tell you the truth and I think initially in the 90s these trolls started off as almost like kind of jokesters and you thought oh that's such a that's so funny somebody's making this random comment but supposedly now 41% of Americans have experienced some sort of sort of online harassment and these trolls can be quite sort of um, you know it can get to severe sort of extremes to with this in terms of we're talking cyberbullying you know physical threats or stalking sexual harassment um, these things seem to become quite common but the general things too are that you know you may be like for instance there's a very popular um, you know, a Facebook page, Hong Kong Mums, where everyone posts. And it's become quite a, a page where generally, if you have a bit of a problem about something, you kind of reach out to all these mums and you say, oh, look, can you help me? Even if it's like, I'm trying to find this ingredient or this or that. So so sometimes you do look at it and you think, oh, God, you know, why are they, why are they kind of posting this kind of stuff? But I think um, what happens with the trolls is that they become quite nasty. And so I was really just wanting to look at that. And some of the warning signs that you're dealing with, that there is a troll, um, are, there's a few things. Blindness to evidence. So, for instance, trolls are notorious for ignoring facts and either doubling down on their stance or redirecting something to a new topic just randomly. Okay? So that's one sign. Another sign is name-calling. You know, internet trolls aren't known for their creativity and they may actually just come in and latch on to the latest trending insult and then use it in every situation and obviously here they may be swearing they may say things which you know are not really allowed and and you shouldn't be doing that um, the other thing is that they do these topic redirects so this is an old school trolling um, technique and it's still around today on chats and forums trolls kind of enjoy making off the topic remarks and they try to distract po- people from the discussion they also post unrelated images or memes so that kind of can throw you a little bit and you think, what's all this about? And especially, I think,
think, you know, if you are talking about something quite sensitive, you know, you might be pouring your heart out about something and you're looking for advice and suddenly comes in with some really nasty thing. I remember um, when I was, um, you know, looking at quarantine hotels and finding out a little bit about them. This is when I, I was away. Um, I remember there was a troll there who you, you would say, um, you know, people would ask that, OK, what kind of things do I need to bring into Hong Kong to be able to, you know, get through all the all the paperwork and this and that and then he would he would always post some random things to say oh no you need this and it takes at least eight hours at the airport and and you know he was posting things which really if you were just kind of going on onto that website for the first time and you were looking for help and advice it would throw you completely and a couple of times you know people thought it was legit and thinking oh gosh i only allowed about three hours okay i'll get there early and so you really are messing up people's lives and and so this is a thing where they kind of redirect things another um, sign is uh, a condescending tone supposedly trolls love to stoke the fire and they act dismissive when people become angry which only triggers more frustration and that's what it's all about because they go in there it's almost like um they get some sort of enjoyment. Yeah, um, getting the sparks. They want that up. reaction. They want the fireworks. Yeah. They want somebody to react and, and, and say, oh my goodness, really? Oh no, and don't say that type thing. Um, and then there's this whole thing about over-exaggerating. While most people use words that aren't absolute, there's no middle ground for to trolls. Everything has to be on the extreme end of the spectrum. Instead of saying often or sometimes, they'll always say always and for forever. So, you know, it's really and I think if you're just aware of some of these things, you may not be on, you know, online that often. But when you are, maybe it's you're about to make a decision about something and somebody throws in these remarks and stuff and it can honestly throw you. Um, so I was really looking at, you know, how can you actually control these trolls and how can you say shut them down? Um, the first thing that they recommend is you don't feed the trolls. Okay, they sound like sort of some sort of creatures or something in the cave or something. It's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> don't feed you them. don't feed them. The classic internet thing is to is that you know throw they they thrive on emotional responses, so you've got to not be provoked by them. Ignore it. And if you find it difficult to restrain yourself, don't add fuel to the fire. So, for instance, if they're baiting you with something, don't take the bait and say, well, I don't think you're right about this type thing, you know. And, and it says if you don't engage, the troll will hopefully move on because it just doesn't do them any good. They don't get anything out of it. OK, um, number two, be the boss. And basically just say, well, no trolls allowed here type thing. Um, and if you're in charge of a platform, you know, if you're the administrator, then obviously look at your social media profile, discuss this with your forum and your blog and, you know, add a, a clear list of guidelines that include a no trolling policy. And then, you know, implement these rules and, and, and sort of just establish some sort of impartiality. Um, so if somebody's angry that their comment was deleted, you can point back to your policy and say, well, I'm sorry, we we just don't do this. We're not going to really do anything about it. Because then you give a, you, you have evidence to be able to say, well, this is our policy and we're not going to react to this. So I think it's good to have these things, especially if you are, you know, it could be a company, it could be a business. And, you know, sometimes you may have kind of legitimate 
um, complaints from people or something. So you've got to be very careful about that. And if you do have, um, you know, try and get moderators in. And, you know, they can manage like a single or a small scale blog or a social media page and stuff. But if you have hundreds or even thousands of posts, a major and they can be a major troll infestation. And then it's there where you need to have moderators on board to be able to come in and say, I'm sorry, but this is not allowed. And you delete. You're allowed as a moderator if you think that you can delete it. Trouble um, with some of these trolls is that there are so many of them and many of them have fake accounts. So if you're talking about some of the groups that uh, maybe some of our listeners are quite familiar with, sure, there's there's Hong Kong Mom. I mean, I'm talking about on social media. Uh, there's the Hong Kong uh, Quarantine Support mm. Group. And I think that's the group yes, you were referring yes, to. Yes. Uh, there are quite a few trolls. And, and a lot of these, uh, some of these trolls, I shouldn't say all of these trolls, I sound like a troll myself. Um, they uh, have these fake accounts. Mm. So when one you gets shut really down... You can't really report them. Yeah, they just keep it appearing again. And it's just... It's horrible. It, it really is horrible. I mean, people honestly have that much time. I mean, they're obviously... The worst is when nothing. some people agree with the trolls, and, yeah. like real people agreeing with it, thinking, oh, yeah, the trolls said something, you yeah. know, sort of... Well, they don't makes... perhaps recognise that that is a troll. <laughs> Maybe they've exactly. just come in and somebody's made a comment and they just had having, having a bad day and think, yeah, I agree with you, you know, take this off or whatever. But, you know, you can't really ignore the trolls. Um, um, it is hard. Trolls aren't interested in sort of civilised, rational conversations, right? Their arguments aren't logical and they're certainly not sort of strong debaters or anything like that. Um, the best thing to do is to kind of stay calm and simply ask for the facts and sources back up to their sort of the claims that they're making and just say, well, do you want to tell us how you got that? You know, in a nice, calm, relaxed, not how you, you know, you don't need to get down to sort of insults or anything like that. Um, and the thing is, they won't, they won't react to you. And all they really wanted was a heated, passionate debate. And if you are a calm with them, I think it's almost being the opposite with them. You deny them that. And every time you make a wild statement, you counter it with a polite request, you know, for evidence. Um, and, and then again, it says that you should kill them with kindness. So trolls are usually looking for a fight and reaching with the opposite approach often stops them in their tracks. Oh, thank you so much for telling us that. And we really appreciate that, but we will go and have a look at it and whatever. And that will just aggravate them because it didn't work. And also um, you can disarm them with humour. So much like kindness, trolls aren't usually equipped to respond to humour. Their goal is to make people mad, not make them laugh. And laughter is the troll kryptonite, supposedly. So if they do say something, you say, oh, that's so funny. How about this as well type thing, you know. So you almost kind of grab it and you just go with the flow of what they're saying. And then they think, oh, hang on, this hasn't really worked. I'm not able to frustrate you. Yeah, I can't, oh. really, I can't really go forward with this one. And it says, have friends, only social profile. If you don't want random trolls commenting on your posts, keep them private. Obviously, this won't work if you're a business or you're an influencer or someone who needs to reach the public. But it's an easy way to get your personal profile safe. So for instance, it's on, on Twitter, you can make your account private. Um, and and then it goes back to also this thing about sort of blocking and banning or reporting trolls. I mean, I think uh, the one that I was talking about on this quarantine website, we did, everyone was saying, I'm going to report you, and they did. But 
you know, I, I don't know because I wasn't on their website after that whether he disappeared or what. But I, when, you, when you report them, as you said, that quite a few people have different accounts. So it's actually hard to kind of take them up because they'll just appear as somebody else again. You know, if it doesn't work, they are thinking. It's amazing how much time they have on their hands to have a strategy to the thing. OK, I've got another alias here and that's what I'm going to use. So you can block, ban, report trolls, trolls. And with this option, it's more tedious. It's sometimes necessary if you have a troll that just won't stop, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Most other social media platforms give you the option to report. So you should do that. Um, number nine is decompress before you reply. It says trolls go goal is to make you upset so don't let them achieve the goal before you actually type a response and I think actually this is relevant to lots of things that you may see on social media sometimes people may put something in where they're just angry about something and our reaction is almost to sort of respond straight away and say oh what are you, what are you so angry about you know why are you saying this instead what you really need to do is just like like everyday interaction with people when people really get on your wick you know it's probably best to uh, take a deep breath walk away for a few min minutes you know that's the minimum amount of time remind yourself it's not personal and it's not worth getting upset about and when you're composed enough to return and address the issue try to keep it clear open-minded and reply when you're not angry because when you're angry you know lots of words emotions get in the that. way they get the better yeah, of you and then finally stay professional don't don't forget that you know if you ha are you know on a website or you are actually doing a blog or something you may actually confuse a troll with an unhappy customer who might actually be complaining about something quite legit and then you treat him like a troll and then you think well you make fun of it or, or whatever what you really need to do is just apologize and try to read direct conversation to a private channel. Um, even people who are, say, nitpicking about, say, a typo or some other minor mistake, just thank them, um, fix it, but don't engage any further than that. And comments, remember, are always public and people are less concerned with the problem that's there, but really about how you handle it. It's amazing how that is valid over and over again, that people are looking to see how you react and they judge you through that. You know, not what you say. Not the trolls. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly you find that, like, it might actually backfire. So if you decide to attack a troll and say this, somebody might say, well, Noreen, that was a bit harsh, wasn't it? And then you think, no, but I was dealing with a troll. And, and then suddenly you just think, hang on, that guy's just achieved what he wanted to do and has made you look like a fool. Because unlike the troll, I'm using my legitimate real social yeah. media. Yeah. It's just absolutely crazy. Um, and trolls are only big if you make them internet trolls thrive on drama if you stoop to the level they're winning so it's not about being right and wrong so i hope that's given some people insight because i think quite a few people i wasn't aware to tell you the truth i'm not kind of surfing the internet that much all the time but i wasn't aware that these trolls kind of i've heard about them a lot that's why i was intrigued to find out more but i just didn't think that somebody had the time of day to be mucking around like that to tell you the truth oh yeah yes yeah. And, and there is something of kind them. of there must be some mental problems there in terms of you know maybe their personalities maybe they're just not happy or whatever but you know if you are a troll and you're listening don't do it mate <laughs>
Yeah. You know, please. Exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't, Get out of you here. You just don't know what kind of misery you may... You don't know the situation somebody is in. You don't know the circumstances that they're in and how much something can affect them. And something a troll may say may actually lead to things that seriously are very serious and could um, affect the, the lives of people. So step back, mate, and do something more useful instead. Exactly. Use your time more productively. Um, um, apart from trolls, I wanted to also say uh, one, one more thing. You know, that there are also people who are keyboard warriors. Now, they're <laughs> a little bit different from trolls. Trolls are the people who write to try and get a reaction, to try and, like, bait somebody with this sort of feeling. Uh, keyboard warriors are people who genuinely have this belief in something this absolute belief in something and they're so passionate about something that they uh that they go online and they share those really strong opinion and they don't really care who they offend on the way yeah but they just they're so they really believe they're right yeah um and so there it's their way or the highway and yeah. so you, you get a couple of uh, uh keyboard warriors who just you know try to exert that um influence mm. if, if you like mm. but you know um there are also um this is again not related to trolls and stuff I, I think you know there are a lot of people too who do decide to use things like Facebook and, and some of these social media channels to um, really kind of just let it out I, I understand that yes you can get quite personal about things but sometimes it becomes almost like they're bringing to the forum a, an actual personal argument that they're having with somebody and naming names and, and things like that and I think that's quite um, people need to think about that because you always have to remember that when you are on social media, everything is recording. It is there. It will never go away. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, whether we like it or not, you know, in potential employers, potential relationships, all sorts of things. Um, sometimes just people look at your social media. And so if you've ever done anything that you really regret, I think think twice about it next time because it is almost like an imprint. It's there. It's not going to go away very easily. Exactly. And people can track it down. And it may have just been a moment of complete emotion, but you need to think about it before you do it. Be Absolutely. very careful. Well said, Sadia. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us uh, on this week's brunch. Your very first guest in the studio. Yes, I should go and have my smoked salmon and avocado sandwich. <laughs> exactly. Specially prepared People for don't you. know you provide that at brunch, too. <laughs> exactly. So come on the show, guys. We, we would love to, to have you on. Sadia, what a great chinwag, and I look forward to more chats with you next week. Thank, thank you, you very much.